Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, so welcome back, Kingdom Sexuality listeners. So a while ago, actually quite a while ago now, we put a questions box in our stories asking you guys what your biggest mental fear or battle is in regards to like pregnancy, body image, sexuality in general. Um, so whether you're in that season or not. And um, a lot of you had shared that you were scared that your marriage would change and that life would be really different after you have children. <laughs> so I hate to be the bearer of this news, but that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be bad news. Mm-hmm. So this event, like the two of you growing your family, can be the springboard you need for reconnection and growing in teamship and building increased intimacy as a couple. And I think that's so important. Sorry, Alana, I interrupted you. I think that's so important though, like to change our mentality and to continually like come alongside each other and and like breathe life over one another and be like, yeah, this is going to be a huge change in seasons, but look at all of the good things you could culminate and bring to fruition through that and I think that is just key in the Christian life to have that mentality to be putting on that joy and know that God works all things for his good for our good and his glory right mm-hmm. yeah and I think there's often a lot of fear placed on couples where it's like oh like life's never going to be the same like good luck going out for dates now like now like it'll never be you know and there's so much fear and like anxiety placed on couples when really like yeah your life will be different but at the same time this is also a chance to now just love on this little person and be intentional about your time together. So I don't know. I feel like it can really just take your relationship to the next level if you give it that opportunity. Yes, yes, yes to that. And we just say screw like culture (laughs) and what it tells us as far as, you know, your life's going to end. Your body's never going to be the same. Okay, say goodbye to great sex. That's not happening after children. You'll never sleep again. I mean, you guys, we could go on and on and on. This is what culture tells us. This is the norm, actually, in just carrying out conversation with the everyday person um, that I heard going through us, you know, having our kiddos. And I was like, whoa, like, whoa, like, take a step back. And I'm like, I reject all of that. That is not how I'm going to be going about this. You know, I have God's blessing. The Lord is so intentional in scripture, speaking over us how much of a blessing children are. And I love that. And I'm going to encourage you guys right now to go and study those verses in scripture and to like speak that over your family. Um, Because God's identity, sorry, God's idea of family and his design for family is like polar opposite from what the world speaks to us, you know? So really ground mm-hmm. yourself and root yourself in what his intentions are for family and how we're supposed to carry that out. Yeah, for sure. And I love that you mentioned Bible verses too, because it, it kind of, I had written some of these down to kind of st- set the stage for us yeah. with this episode. And so just thinking about growing in teamship and how that mm. can be such a great opportunity in this time. Yes. And so I thought of this one. So it's Colossians 3.14 and it says, And over all these things put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Yeah. And so then if we're putting on love, we have to think of what biblical love is. And yeah. so as, you know, we all kind of, I feel like we all probably know this it's at every wedding. But um, the first Corinthians, right? Love is yes. patient and kind, not jealous. 
boastful, proud, or rude, right? Yes. Um, and then never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful yes. and endures through every circumstance. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what a great opportunity. Like, this is, it, it can endure through this circumstance. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you just really need to press in to the Lord during this time. Yes. And just have, yeah, like you said, like, look for the joy in it. I remember my yeah. grandma, actually, I think she maybe told my mom this. Um, but after my grandpa had passed away, or I'm not sure, but sometime my grandma was saying, and I think she even told me this actually when I was going to have Theo, but if you're in like those hard days where you just can't seem to get out of that rut, mm-hmm. to write down at least three things that you're thankful for. Yes. And so I remember doing that. I remember when Theo's latch was terrible and I was bleeding and you know, yeah. it was like the worst. And I was like, yeah. okay, well, I need to, like, I'm thankful for a baby that's gaining weight. You know, there was yes. like all these little things, like super, Super simple, but I had to write them down to get my head in that space. 100%. I love that so much. So Paris, how would you say your marriage has changed after having kids? You really encompassed that really perfectly in one simple sentence. And you said you have the opportunity to level your marriage up when you're heading into um, family life or having more babies or having your first baby, whatever it may be. you have the opportunity and the gift, I'm going to say, to level up your marriage. And that's definitely been um, our case. And I'm going to just say, it's not all butterflies and roses. It's just not because real life happens. And you guys, we're not saying that marriage isn't just hard sometimes and that love is a choice a lot of times. We're not saying that just gliding into motherhood is easy peasy. It takes a lot of pivoting your mindset. It's intentional work on how you're thinking. Bring your thoughts captive back to the Lord. Measuring yourself to Christ's standards and asking God to fill us with his new mercies every single day. You know, it, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of the heart work that's involved in this season. Um, and I found that very much so true for Neil and I as we entered um, starting our family. We started very young. It was, Acadia was a gift from the Lord. We were battling infertility and Acadia was a gift and I was so unprepared, like wildly unprepared because I thought in my head, uh, motherhood's not going to happen. It might not be in the cards for me, you know? And then we were blessed with Acadia. And I was 20 when I had her. (laughs) I was a baby, you know? And so... You know, I find even at that time, there's a lot of personal development that you're even walking through yourself, you know, in, in your 20s. So much changes in your 20s. I find like probably every every season of life does. But it was a huge um, season of change for Neil and I. And, you know, oftentimes we're like, we're still getting started with buying your first home or getting property or, you know, establishing passions as far as education or jobs or whatever it may be goes. Like, that's common for us in this age age range, right? And so, you know, having a family in in the midst of it, um, there's a lot of blessings to that. And I'm going to say that very intentionally because a lot of people will say, oh, there's a lot of struggles and trials in that. I'm like, there there will be trials, yeah. But do you know the growth that comes with that and how beautiful that is? Do you know the level of relationship that you grow in with the Lord and your husband that you wouldn't have otherwise? And how God tells us that our children will refine us, you know, that God is using them to bring us closer into his glory. 
and into his image. And I think that's amazing. And that was just key for Neil and I, was keeping that mindset. When I let that slip, you guys, I went on the struggle struggle bus like hardcore. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's my biggest piece of advice and in, in where we've walked in our life together is really bringing our minds back captive to the Lord and praying his truths over us every day that we're walking within those. Yeah. No, that's really good. Makes me think, like, it comes to mind, like, how you were saying you guys were quite young, like, in your mm-hmm. 20, like, 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and then thinking about how often it's very common these days to also have children quite later in life. And yes, so and that was my mom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then thinking about you know, say you've been married for a number of years already. Like mm-hmm. Jeff and I would be married for seven years before, or just about before we had Theo. Right. But you know, some couples are married even longer before they have their first and how, you know, your marriage has to pivot at that point. And if it, like mm-hmm. how that would compare mm-hmm. with being like younger versus older, mm-hmm. just a thought. But it's like, huh, it's, it will happen regardless of where you're at. Like yes. <laughs> how, number of years in or not, like, I feel like the changes will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's interesting to think about. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different um, different levels to that, right? Like depending where and when and how, like there's so yeah. much depth to it. But I think the foundations remain the same. You know, mm-hmm. if we are staying steadfast in our relationship with Christ, you know, as a couple and, and our eyes are longing towards him and our hearts are, are, are geared towards him, um, Honestly, I could not I could not fathom what my journey would have been like if I didn't have the Lord. <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, God's so good. So yeah. let's go into this now. Um, talking about big life changes, you know, going into motherhood or, you know, like we talked about fears um, in regards to that and we want to bash those out. But let's speak some really positive, beautiful, truthful Um, words of life over keeping connection during these busy years you know it does feel like a condensed amount of time when you're going through having babies and toddlers and and setting up life or whatever it may be Um, and so in keeping connection during those times let's talk about prioritizing intimacy um, communication those key things with our spouses specifically yeah and I it's funny like I was following someone on Instagram and they were just saying someone had asked them in the questions box, like, you know, what's your advice for a new mom who, or like, you know, what words of wisdom would you share with someone who's like in the thick of it? And I was like, man, you realize that at some point you get out of the thick of it. Yeah. Like at some point, all of a sudden your babies aren't babies anymore. Yeah. And I was like, man, like how interesting that right now you're just in this haze of busy years. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. It's just, a really interesting way to think about it that, you know, you're only in this for such a short time, but in this time you have the ability to um, really hone in on certain things yeah. within your marriage. Yeah, make to it make monumental, them great right? For when you're out of these hazy, crazy, yes. busy baby years. Yeah. And so to me, I mean, I think we've talked about prioritizing intimacy a number of times, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, to be intentional about, I mean, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, I'm terrible at this, like, but going on date nights, things like that, yeah. you know, putting the babysitter in your budget so you can mm-hmm. afford to go out, even if it's just to have someone watch them so you guys go for a walk around the block or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just baking the fort in your living room, 
you guys are cooking dinner together, just being intentional about spending time together. Yeah. And I think too, often, I remember this when Theo was just little, but you know, you're giving your body to your baby constantly. Like you're mm-hmm. nursing your baby. Mm-hmm. Your body's different because things are changing after having a baby. Yeah. But to also be intentional about, yes, I'm a mom, but yes, I'm also a wife. Yes. And to just Don't really forget remember that. Your, your husband is there. Yeah. Because it can be really easy to like, oh, look at this baby I've got. And your husband's like, yeah, I'm here too, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I wonder if it can be really easy to to miss out on opportunities because you're busy just like not that you shouldn't be thinking about your baby obviously um, but just finding the balance of that yeah yeah absolutely okay and then something else you kind of jogged my memory um on that I really felt led to share this too I find that we'll get very overwhelmed thinking oh man like how are we going to be intentional about us like what can we do and I and I think that's the biggest thing that I hear is I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it as this. People throwing excuses at me. And they're like, well, I don't live in a town where I can just go out and do this. We don't have babysitters around. We don't have this. We don't have that. Right. And and that's often the first response I'll get when this topic comes up. So mm-hmm. that's really sad. So I'm, I'm just going to leave that <laughs> to sit with everyone. But secondly, with that is don't overcomplicate things. If you genuinely yeah. cannot do something, if you genuinely cannot do it, don't let that be an excuse to not still prioritize that special time with your spouse. Make joy in the little things. You know, like find joy in all the quote-unquote mundane things in life. You can absolutely do that. You know, like Neil and I run a farm. Like that's what we do for our our, our, our living. And so it was, you know, packing up the babies and we each have a baby on our back in a carrier and and we'd go out and we would shovel pens together and we'd make it fun and teach the girls, you know, to see the different colors of the cows. And, you know, it's like we're literally shoveling poop, okay? But (laughs) we're doing it together and we're making it fun. We're being intentional about creating that as a memory and something that built connection. So don't overcomplicate things. I think that's so key here. Mm-hmm. Just find and make joy in all the in all the normal things in life because that's really I feel like God is so present in those moments. Like so present. I feel like we're often like yeah. waiting for this epiphany of a moment that's going to change our lives and this we're just going to level up in our intimacy and whatever. It's like that can happen, but the reality of that is not going to be near as frequently as making a priority of the little things, you know? Yeah. And it's funny when you said that, like the shoveling poop and stuff, it reminds me like Jeff's love language is quality time. Mm -hmm. So for him, grocery shopping together as a family is like his bread and butter. He loves it. He will go down every aisle in Costco and like in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I just need bread. I just know I need to go wherever. I got to get the milk and then I've got to get, you know, like – in my head, I could just check off the list so quick and he could meander with Theo and it'd be fine. And that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I also know that he loves it when I just, you know, walk beside him in the cart and we just look at all the things and we mm-hmm. see all the, fur- like the furniture and, the, and you know, just being together. Yeah. yeah. And that's filling him up. Yes. So I think just to be intentional about knowing what your spouse's love language is as well. Big time. Because maybe you're like, I want to give you a back massage. And they're like, no, Don't love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a great point too. I love that you so, said that. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think like let's segue into the next portion of this. So talking about making, mm-hmm. you know, big choices in little moments and how they have a lasting impact. Um, that kind of segues into motherhood in general. Like let's just look at us as women for a second here. It's very easy for women to find their identity in motherhood, but that's not where identity is meant to be based out of, nor mm-hmm. our worth based out of. This is a season of life and a calling over us, and I think that's absolutely beautiful and not demeaning that by any means, but how simple is it for us to just make our children and our role as a mother like our pivot point to which we do everything out of? Yeah. And that's not healthy. Like, Alan yeah. and I are sitting here being like, we can probably look back at all the different areas or all the different, you know, past moments in our life where we did identify in motherhood. And it is, it's, it's not, it's not going to bring fruit really into your life nor the life of others, right? Because that's not strictly who you are. And that's something I feel we're not told very often as women. You know, we'll kind of just assume that position, that motherhood is our end-all be-all. And it mm-hmm. is one phenomenal calling. And yeah, there's a weight to that. If I really sit and think about it, I'm like, I'm terrified that I'm a mom. Like, God, are you sure that I'm qualified for this? You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. But man, yeah. We, are, we are first and foremost like daughters of the king. And this is a ministry of ours. But don't forget, we also have so many other callings in our life. So Alana and I really want to encourage us all as women to sit back and be like, what are we identifying with that's out of alignment of God's entirety and his calling over us, right? It's food mm-hmm. for thought. Yeah, it can get really easy to, um, I feel like, get stuck in like on the carousel of, of motherhood and, you know, you're doing these things every day. It's like, well, how can I not be totally encompassed with my kids when, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm doing laundry, I'm doing dishes, I'm making the dinners and then I'm changing the bums and putting them in bed. Like, yes, your day entirely revolves around these little humans, but then what do you do when they're in bed? Like, yeah, what's, you know, when they're, or they're grown up and then now, okay, Mm -hmm. well, what, What's your purpose? Like what, mm. what drives you, mm-hmm. you know, in all these years that you've been pouring your, your time and your body into these kids, which is fantastic. Like you said, I think there's also, we also often miss opportunities in yeah. those times as I well. Agree. Absolutely. Where there could be, you know, something that you are passionate about, but mm-hmm. you're like, well, there's no way I could do it. I, I'm a mom. Like. I'm busy right now. I'll do it when I have more time. I'm going to say that right now. You are diminishing what God is placing on your heart in your life if that's how you're talking to yourself. And so many of us do it. And I'm calling that out because I wish someone had called that out on me years ago. Hmm. Yeah. Because it's it's interesting. Like there's been times when you're like you're with your friends in the conversation. We're talking about our kids and our kids and our kids and our kids. And our kids are amazing. And I love them to bits. Yeah. But it's like, okay, well, There's... I want to hear what drives you. Like, yes, what gets you fired up? Like, mm-hmm. if you, you know, say you've got extra X number of hours a week to do whatever you wanted. What would it be? To pursue whatever it is. Like, what yeah. is that for you? Yeah. Tell me about it, right? Like, yeah. I, I just want to hear that. I want people to tell me what fills them up and what drives them forwards. Absolutely. But often we can get stuck 
in the season we're in. And I get yes. it. It's really easy to do. Very. Like, there was, especially with this podcast, it's like, well, okay, do I want to do one more thing? Well, yeah, I do. But at the same time, there's a million reasons where you could talk yourself out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a filter that we need to constantly, I think, be measuring ourselves back to is mm-hmm. are we losing ourselves essentially in motherhood and putting our all into not into that not that we shouldn't be putting everything God has called us to be um within that calling but what about the rest of your life what about your husband what about your friend circle what about your church what about you know something that got placed specifically on your life like yeah. what about those things that is thinking just about spiritual much, gifts even yes yes it's just so much yeah, part like, of your life you know like even yeah. it's so funny. I'm 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 feeling this right in the gut right now <laughs> as we're talking about it. Um, my entire family bodybuilds, and Alana and I were just talking about this prior to this. Um, and I was weightlifting after I had Acadia because I felt like I had lost myself in motherhood. I'm like, whoa, like mm. I don't know how to think outside of that sphere anymore. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm just going to tell you, when I started lifting again, um, I felt like so much clarity from the Lord in other areas of my life that I had taken a step back and I could see a lot more clearly. And I was like, okay. And that's when it hit me. That's when I was like, okay, I have totally like just given my all into motherhood, but I've let other things slip and slide and suffer on behalf of that. And that was just a big moment with me and the Lord. And I never forgot that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so... there's seasons in life where, yeah, you know what? I had I had a baby with major health issues, and that was something else. You know, I'm not saying that there's not going to be seasons where you are all in, and that's all it is. There is no, like, don't take that person and be like, oh, I should be doing other things when I have X, Y, and Z going off my kiddo. That's not our call to make. But we're talking in general. Don't lose yourself to this. Keep, yeah. keep hone in on what the Lord has placed on your heart. Like Alana said, like your spiritual gifts. Like it's so important to keep showing up for all that God has intended you for. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.